your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And on today's episode, we will be discussing tonight's game against the Vegas Golden Knights. Yes, how many of us, uh, like I said, are have or have circled this game when the schedule came out? Did we focus in on that and say this is revenge time? Yeah, it's not the playoffs, but clearly, obviously, this is the first time you've seen them uh, since they eliminated you, and maybe even on a personal level for a specific player for the avalanche who will, we will get to later. There's also some player updates going on with Sam Gerard, Val Nachuskin and Pavel Fransos and even Devon Taves. So we'll get to them and uh, we'll finish things off with uh, if, if you didn't see the, the Colin Wilson right up on the players tribune uh, amazing stuff from him. So, uh, and, and admitting his problems with addiction. So we'll just touch on that. Uh, but first things first, this show brought to you by the people at rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that locked on sent you and follow the show on social media outlets, L O P N underscore avalanche on Twitter, <clears throat> locked on avalanche on Instagram Questions, comments, concerns, opinions, go to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com and follow the show's YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube, search LockedOnAvalanche, hit subscribe, get notified whenever a new show drops. So tonight, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights come to Denver. And, uh, you know, is this like a score to settle? Yeah, in, in some regards, definitely. You know, this is the team that eliminated you. This is the team that took you out when you had aspirations of winning the entire thing. So clearly you are going to want to uh, extract some revenge on that team. And they are hurting right now. Vegas, uh, they opened the season up with a victory against Seattle. And since then have not won. They've lost four in a row. So, and the way that Seattle is playing a lot of people are thinking, you know, how for real is Vegas? But they have a lot of injuries right now. And I know Avalanche fans probably don't want to hear that. Avalanche fans are saying, like, we've dealt with our fair share and have done just fine with injuries. So uh, we don't want to hear it, Vegas. And I don't, I'm not saying Vegas is on the other end, you know, uh, crying about all the injuries that they have. But from an Avalanche fan perspective, it's a, it, it's a moot point. It, it, don't, don't come here with that excuse because uh, we are the champions of, of not using that excuse based on all the injuries the Avalanche have had the past couple of years. <clears throat> so you want to keep their losing streak going. And in that aspect, Vegas is going to come out and try to stop it. They're going to try to stop this losing streak at four games. And like I said, when your your lone win is against the Seattle Kraken, who have not been off to a great start, 
you, you Vegas was is like the Avalanche. They are expected to do a lot this year. You could see the improvement in Colorado. Vegas seems to be going in the other direction, but that doesn't mean they're just going to roll over. Their last loss was two to nothing against the Islanders, and as decimated as they are, managed to get forty two shots on net. And that is without, uh, they, they are not going to have Max Pacioretty. He is absolutely going to be out. Alec Martinez and Nolan Patrick. Nolan Patrick, I guess, was a late scratch against that Islanders game. Uh, they are day-to-day, so they could be back. Uh, Mark Stone, according to CBS Sports, it says, I are expected to be out until at least... October 26th, which is the day this game happens. So he is possible. White Cloud is out. He's out until at least another week. Uh, and Alex Took is out until the end of January. So they have, and then they have a couple, couple other guys who are out uh, defenders. So, you know, they have a. a a lot of high-end guys, a lot of guys we saw in preseason because Vegas didn't really hold back in preseason. They they let their stars go to kind of get ready for the regular season. And I'm not saying that backfired because all these guys are hurt. For you know one reason or another, these guys are hurt. I don't want to blame it on them. Play, I don't think they overplayed them. I don't want to say that. But they were throwing them out there right off the rip where – uh, the Avalanche were taking a different approach, it seemed, to, to let their stars ease into the season. But, you know, for one reason or another, Vegas is out a lot of guys. You have to take advantage of that if you're the Colorado Avalanche. And whether, you know, even if these guys were fully healthy and in, which you're playing them a number of times, so, you know, you you would you're going to get them at their best. You would think maybe the next game. But for this one, you know, kick them while they're down. I don't think the Avalanche are going to hold back at all. They 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 know what this team did to them. A lot of the guys that were on that team are still on this team. Sure, you had some turnover. But regardless, uh, Vegas doesn't go through these stretches too many times. And, you know, they're, they're struggling to get back up right now. And, you know, if you're the Avalanche, you come out absolutely flying. Absolutely fine. And and get that first goal, put them away early, make them fighting to come back. Because uh, you know, they, they can still they still have players. And that's the thing with with a team like Vegas, and this goes for the Avalanche too, when they were injured. This is where you have those those depth guys and those young prospects come up and try to make a name for themselves. Vegas is in the same situation. They're in the same situation the Avalanche were for the past couple of years. So they're going to have guys going all out, trying to make a name for themselves, trying for when, you know, down the road they get called up again when the, the, the their stars for Vegas finally come back. This is all a game within a game. And so for Vegas, I'm not expecting them to roll over and die. But for the Avalanche, mm-hmm. you know, you're pretty much healthy right now. Yeah, you have some – Injuries. Val Nichuskin apparently was back on the ice. He didn't take part in practice. He was skating on his own. Whether or not he plays, we'll have to just keep our eye on the newswire. Same goes for Pablo Francois. He was practicing with the team. 
but because he was put on long-term injured reserve, he can't come back for another five games. But just the fact that he was skating around and practicing on the ice is good. Same goes for Devon Taves. He is cleared for contact in practice. So that's another name we will look at uh, as the day goes on on Tuesday. Do they let him go in this game or do they give him another day or two and another practice under his belt, see how he feels? That's another one to keep an eye on. It What also might impact that is Sam Girard. Sam Girard did not practice because of the hit he took from Stamkos, uh, which we're all still upset about, and rightly so. Uh, but it didn't seem like he was going to be out day-to-day or long-term. By the sound of it, just seemed like they were just giving him the day off because he had some some aches and pains and was bruised after that hit. Understandably so. So uh, if he can come back, be interesting to see what they do with Taves. Maybe they uh, let him sit out at least one more game and, like I said, get another practice under his belt. If Gerard can't go for whatever reason, I kind of expect him to the way that they were talking. But let's just say he can't. Do they force Taves in maybe a little bit earlier than expected or just shuffle the defenders around? So something to watch. Uh, for the Avs defense when it comes to Taves and or Gerard, Interesting. But nonetheless, uh, I know this is, again, game five against Tampa. We were saying a must-win game in the effect that the Avs just have to stop this streak, this losing streak. They have to, to, to salvage a game on this road trip. They just need a win and just to get some momentum going, and they got it. Uh, I think the same goes for this game. This is you don't maybe you don't want to label this one a must win. It's 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 not in the sense of you know the the duration of the season, but to get back at the team that eliminated you is always it's always on the mind of the team that was eliminated. And the first time you see them again, you do want to stick it to them. And especially when Vegas is down like they are, that doesn't mean a thing. Sorry, <laughs> we'll stick it to you. Just the same as if it was uh, you, you guys were a full team. One guy who definitely will have his eyes on this game. It'll be interesting to see how uh, you know the opening puck drop goes if he's on the ice. And that is Bowen Byram. Did not play after that hit from Keegan Colasar in the regular season. And uh, that will be interesting because he is not back down from anybody. But we'll hear from uh, Bowen Byram in his press conference after practice today and some good stuff there. We'll continue the talk on him. But we are going to hear first from betonline.ag. And the football season is back, obviously, and so is the start of the basketball season. And we have more prop bets, odds, and lines than ever before at betonline.ag. It remains your number one spot for all of the basketball and football action this season. Head over to the new um, the new updated desktop and mobile uh, device website. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on and you will receive your bonus. From basketball, football, basketball, or excuse me, baseball postseason, the NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your Vegas casino 
games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. It's where the game starts. BetOnline.ag. Also brought to you by Direct TV Stream. I'd like to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment that you love without the hassle. It's Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. The best part, no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. And you can learn more at directtv.com. Once again, that website is directtv.com to learn all about direct TV stream. All right, Bone Byram talked a little bit about him yesterday, uh, getting more and more comfortable by the day, by the game. He's he's exciting to watch and, you know, he's healthy. So, and he said that, you know, before the season started that he, this was maybe the most healthy he's felt in a long time. And there's also a article this goes back uh, a year, and, and I'm almost positive Peter Ball wrote it. I don't think uh, Ryan Clark was there when uh, this was written. I'm almost positive Peter Ball wrote it about Byram um, not necessarily losing his like love for the sport, but I think he was playing on a team that just wasn't winning, and he was head and shoulders above everybody else on the team. And just reading the article, just the the – the impression I got from the article was he just needs to be challenged. And it just seemed he was getting bored with the team. I can't remember the name of the team he was playing with, but um, he, he was, he was clearly the best player on the ice. And like I said, it just seemed like the, the, the impression I got from reading the article was he needed to be challenged. And now that he's, you know, pretty much a fixture on this avalanche team, it seems like he has settled in and knows, you know, night in and night out, they're going to need his best. And I think he is, he's up for the challenge. Uh, yeah. Like he, the, the last game against Tampa, you know, and I said it in yesterday's episode, seeing him just, you, you could see the look in his eyes of, all right, if you want me to take over right now, I will. And there were a couple times that he did. He's exciting to watch. And, you know, his season came to a, a end last year from a hit from Keegan Colasar, which in all likelihood should have been at least a penalty. Uh, he left his feet to check him up against the boards, and he just wasn't the same after that. He was cleared to come back in the playoffs, but I think the Avs just said, no, we're, we're not comfortable putting him in there. Maybe it was a combination of they weren't sure he was 100% healthy and his inexperience at the time for a, for a playoff spot. But then they did something and you know put Sample Ranta in the middle of a series with Vegas. So maybe that wasn't the case. I I have no idea. We didn't really hear why, but for one reason or another, he didn't return last year. And I think he's got something to prove this year. And especially against Vegas, because that's the team and Colasar specifically the player that ended his season last year. I'm not expecting, you know, Byram himself to be the one to throw the gloves off and, and start something with Colasar. Uh, Cause he's not, he's not the type of guy that, you know, he'll, he'll, he showed he's got no problem, you know, mixing it up and throwing his body around. But I don't, I think he's smart enough to know not to get into a, a stand up fight with Colesar. Somebody else might take on that. You know, we're talking about the defensive side of things, how they're have uh, some, some 
questions maybe for the game Tuesday night. Does Curtis McDermott go back in there? If McDermott's in there, they might tell him, hey, settle this score for us. Who knows? Uh, but I want to play uh, Byram's post-game, not post-game, post-practice comments. And same like Kale McCarr, just so calm, cool, and collected while he talks to the press at such a young age. It's pretty impressive. So let's hear from Byram. Um, like you said, I haven't been out there before uh, with the team or by myself much. So um, it was really cool to to stay a couple days in um, Florida down there on the water. It was beautiful. Um, spent a little bit of time on the beach. So um, it was nice kind of a – had a day off there, so it was kind of a nice little um, break, I guess. What do you think about the way the team's playing? Yeah, for sure. I think um, obviously we were missing a couple key pieces early on. Um, that's never easy. So, um, yeah, I think everyone's going to have, every team's going to have points in the season where they're not playing their best. Um, ours is right now. So it's something you got to get through. Um, and that was a huge win uh, in Tampa. We needed that badly. Coming back from the trip uh, without a win would have sucked. So to get that was huge. How does it feel to be a first pairing D on a pretty good team? Yeah, um, I mean, I try not to think about it too much. Just um, focus on playing, playing well, doing what I can to to help the team win. Um, and playing with Kale, it, it makes it pretty easy. So um, it's been a lot of fun so far. So just gotta stay focused and um, yeah, keep keep stringing some wins together. Are you still wide-eyed, or are you, are you, are you still a wide-eyed kid out there, or are you getting ready to be an adult? <laughs> Yeah, I think last year when I played my games, I was still pretty nervous and tentative. Um, and this year, I feel a lot more comfortable on the ice, no matter no matter who's out there. I remember last year, if I was out against a big name guy, I'd be like, "Oh, geez, look who's out here." But uh, this year, I feel um, a lot more comfortable in that regards. Yeah, um, I think it's just kind of how I play. I mean, I try to play on the edge and play physical um, along with moving the puck, jumping into the play. So I guess it kind of comes with the territory. Um, I think I'm a pretty competitive guy too. So uh, I try to ste steer clear of that for the most part, but it doesn't always work out that way. <laughs> Yeah, uh, obviously one of the best to ever play, um, probably the best goal scorer ever. So to be on the ice with him is is pretty cool. I don't, um, I don't know. I hadn't really played against someone like that in that regard to like a Sidney Crosby, Novechkin, McDavid. So um, it was it's kind of surreal. But once you get going in the game, you kind of forget about it and just um, try to play to the best of your abilities and shut them down. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't think I can, uh, win that one for sure. So, uh, I'm trying to stay away from that. Um, to be completely honest with you, I didn't really see it that great. I kind of had a bad angle from the bench and I didn't see it, um, in the video. Uh, obviously I hope Sam's okay. 
Um, I think he was a little shaken up, but I'm pretty sure he's he's good. So um, you never want to see a guy kind of stay down on the ice and get hit awkwardly. But um, it is what it is, and Sam's doing his best. And uh, yeah, I think it, it happens in hockey. The game's a fast-moving sport, and um, sometimes things happen and, and guys get hurt. Uh, so kind of kind of is what it is, and just something you got to keep your your head up for. Yeah, for sure. I think um, that's always something I kind of need to work on, especially in the D zone, is just closing quick, being physical, um, boxing guys out in front of the net. And I've been really trying to focus on that, the kind of the road trip, um, just having conversations with uh, Pratter and whatnot. So uh, I feel like I'm, I'm doing a better job of that now, and I think I just have to continue to grow in that area. All right, so... Uh, some good stuff there by Byram. You know, he says he likes to play a physical game, and I don't think that physicality includes, you know, just. Uh, but we saw it. We saw him in Tampa play a physical game, and didn't seem like Tampa liked it too much. Uh, and you know, he mentioned he talked about Alex Ovechkin kind of playing against him, and you kind of lose sight of that every once in a while. That the the youngsters of the league are really young, 18, 19, 20 year olds. And, you know, they were babies when Ovechkin had, had just started. So to play against, you kind of lose sight of that sometimes, that these guys are playing against, you know, hockey royalty, and they have to get over the awe factor uh, relatively quickly. So I just love his, how calm he is. He answers every question directly, doesn't skirt around anything really, uh, and, and has a, a really good temperament. So, uh He's going to be another solid avalanche player, hopefully for a very, very long time. Um, and it will be interesting to see how this game starts out. I'm not expecting anything, but it wouldn't shock me if him or somebody uh, takes a little bit of a run at Colasar. We shall see. All right, let's hear from rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brands that their warehouse happens to carry when you have a computer and access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. It's a family-run business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. The prices are reliably low for every customer. So go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the how did you hear about us section so they know that we sent you to them. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right. Finally, um, I've said it a couple times on this show, uh, you know, in, in my, uh, my, my real world, I, I do, uh, substance abuse counseling. And when, uh, Colin Wilson came out with his article on the players tribune, not that long ago, a few months ago, talking about, um, you know, some problems he was going through. He never mentioned addiction and I'm not going to sit here and say, uh, in reading the article, I was kind of like reading the tea leaves and just cause I've been doing it for so long, I could tell there was something else there, 
but I never just going to call somebody out and just say like, that person's got an addiction. Like, but you know, I've seen a lot in my time as a substance abuse counselor where I could just read through some of the things that he was saying and say that there's more there than just what he's initially talking about in OCD. Uh, and he came out and released another article and it starts with, I was not telling the truth. And now he is. And I, I don't know Colin Wilson. I've never talked to him. I can only imagine the sense of relief he has on himself today because of what he wrote in that article. Uh, and if, if you, you know, addiction touches a lot of people, millions of people, one way or another, directly or indirectly, you you probably have seven degrees of, of someone that you know that struggled with it. And to come out with it publicly in that form for a public figure, an athlete, no less, to come out and say what he said is, uh, you know, huge rounds of applause for him to do it. That does not mean his work is over. His work will last the rest of his life in living a sober and clean life. But doing that, he has to be completely comfortable with putting his business out there for the world to know. People that I work with, you know, they're just putting their business out there and maybe their family knows it. You know, maybe people in the community know it, that they're in treatment. Uh, he put this on display for the world to know. That is miraculous. It's not easy. Um, it's not going to be easy. There's, he's going to have good days. He's going to have bad days. And, uh, you know, to, to do it in the fashion that he did, uh, I think will help him long term because now there's going to be a lot of people that come to him and that were empowered by what he said and to say, you know what, I got a problem too. And, you know, if he can come out, he is, he will be a poster boy for a lot of people out there that didn't think they could speak up and say something. And now that they will. And Nazem Kadri had some really, really good words to say uh, about Colin Wilson. Apparently they are very close. And, um, and Kadri said something to the effect of he's doing this uh, not for any self-serving purposes. He's not doing this for someone like me to go congratulate him that he's doing it. He's doing it for other people because he knows if he's struggling with it, there's other people out there that are struggling with it too. And if he, it's, it's the old saying, if I can get one person to admit to something and, and go get help, then I've succeeded. I feel like he has that, but he's going to have helped a lot more people than that. Addiction is not something that a lot of people want to talk about, especially the macho men of the NHL. So when he can do it, like, it seems like he has turned his life to this hockey is not as important to him anymore. That's completely fine. What's important to him is, is helping other people and getting his life on track because it's going to be a daily grind for him in the beginning stages, which he's in right now, uh, to day after day, get through another day. But I can guarantee you the support he's getting on a massive scale is going to help him immensely when he's not having good days. So he's got tons of people now at his disposal to say, I need, you know, help me get me, get me through this day. Uh, where before maybe only select people. Now it's an entire world 
that he can reach out to. So I applaud him. It's a fantastic write-up if you want to go read it, if you haven't read it, the Players' Tribune. Um, there's some people you know, who look at addiction differently, but uh, and, and you, you can have your thoughts on it, however you want to think about it, that's fine. But for you know, my standpoint, uh, to do what he did takes incredible courage. And I applaud Colin Wilson for, for doing that. Um, and if you are someone out there that is struggling, there is help. People, people will, will help you do the right thing if you need it. Uh, you just need to reach out. You just have to take that first step and reach out. All right, everybody, that is going to be it for today. So let's see if the avalanche, uh, can continue and get a two game winning streak. Their first winning streak of the season against the Vegas Golden Knights. So uh, we'll be back to talk about it tomorrow. And like I said, hopefully it's a win, some good things to talk about, and uh, we'll go from there. So thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Check out Locked On Fantasy Hockey to get all your updates on the world of fantasy sports or world of fantasy hockey, I should say. So um, great, great information over there if you're one of those that takes part in the fantasy hockey world. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. It's always appreciated, and we'll see everybody tomorrow. Stay safe. Go Abs. Go Abs, go.